Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Mia. And welcome to the Wine in the Box podcast. Woohoo! All right. Happy Monday, everybody. As per usual, we are overworked, so we overpoured. And this week, we decided that, you know, in the spirit of watching New Girl, we would follow Jess's lead and drink some pink wine, or as fancy people like to say, rosé. Because <laughs> in the pilot, there is the favorite and popular line, pink wine makes me slutty. Obviously. So it was very easy to pick a drink for a new girl. <laughs> um, so I am drinking some Cote du Rhone. Um, and Mia, let me guess, you're drinking Relax. Obviously, I'm always going to rep the Relax brand Rosé. It's the best one out there. I'm not endorsed, I swear. I just really, really like this wine. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, <laughs> Relax is like some of the best, <laughs> some of the best affordable wine I've had. So I cannot yeah. blame you for that. Once more, we are not endorsed, but we do do love them and recommend them. I recommend Cote Rhone too, if you like a uh, a nice French one. It's very crisp. I like it, especially if chilled. So, you know, honestly, this week, I feel like, and I feel like I've been feeling this for a while because we have, I mean, Grand, you're in California, so, like, it's a little yeah. different for you. But as far as New York goes, we've had, like, a pretty mild winter, which is nice because I feel like last year and the year before was kind of rough but like the weather keeps kind of like playing with our emotions a little bit it'll be really warm and you like barely need more than like a leather jacket one day and then you need to completely bundle up like two three days later and I just need this weather to settle out like the groundhog freaking saw his shadow spring is supposed to come early we are willing this warm weather to come with this rosé right now <laughs> and like I'm just I need the weather to sort out so I can like live my life <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I'm kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum because even since February, we've been having like 70 degree days out here. So I'm kind of just like, just proceed, proceed with the warm weather. Thank you, Groundhog. Like, you know, it did come early, so. Wow, 70 degrees. You poor, yeah. poor thing. I like it. I'm not complaining. I, I went to home to around. Boston recently, though, and it was literally like, I got home like late. I got home at like 10, 30, 11, um, which apparently is late for me now. Um. <laughs> so old now um and like it was like 15 degrees out and I was like are you kidding me <laughs> can we <Yeah>. not <laughs> so I'm definitely ready for it to be warmer I should have picked Hawaii to live in not New York but I made my bed so I overported in it <laughs> <laughs> and so that's what's going on with us but today we're talking about new girl like we said so we figured we'd just like talk a little bit about what the actors are doing now so we obviously are going to start with our beautiful leading lady, Zoe Deschanel, who, fun news, is actually currently dating one of the property brothers, Jonathan Scott, which is like, they're super cute. Like, I really like them together. They're like, really cute together. They are really cute. But as far as projects, according to IMDb, it doesn't really seem like she has anything going on in the works, or at least that we're aware of right yeah, now. Yeah, like she 100% probably has things she's working on that just like aren't public knowledge. Yeah, I feel like maybe if she's doing something, she's, like, keeping it under wraps or something, like, trying to surprise us all or something like that. I don't know. Which I'm down. We love Zoe. We would love to see her in more things or any sort of project, even if it's outside of film and TV. Yeah, but always. Her and Jonathan Scott actually met on the Carpool Karaoke we had referenced when we talked about her sister Emily when we were discussing right. Bones, which I just think is really cute. And they're all musicals, so I bet they're just constantly laughing and singing and having a good time. Aww. And I'm happy for them. They both seem like, I mean, granted, I don't know them, but they seem like good people. So I'm happy. I'm happy when people are happy. 
speaking of people being happy, Jake Johnson is probably pretty happy with his career now <laughs> because he is on another show that's doing really well called Stumptown that has Colby Schmulders in it on ABC. He's playing Gray McConnell, who is plot twist, another bartender. Um, he might actually own the bar. I don't actually watch the show, but it, it gets really good reviews. And he just, I have one friend who does watch it, describe it to me. And she's like, he just, you know, he is that per guy that you see. And it just makes sense that he would work at or own a bar. Yeah. So, Accurate. you know, maybe a little typecasty, but it seems like he's the character who um, has it together a bit more unlike Nick in New York. <laughs> so that's kind of fun. And then for Max Greenfield, our favorite guy, Schmidt. Oh my God, we love Schmidt. <laughs> um, so it looks like he's doing a new show with Beth Bears, who I don't know if anyone else knows her, but she is Caroline from Two Broke Girls. And I mean, Another I'm great obsessed. show. I'm obsessed with Two Broke Girls, you know, naturally blonde and brunette best friend. Except it's funny, we always joke that like normally I fit perfectly with the brunette, you fit perfectly with blonde, but in right. that show we're kind of like This is the <laughs> one the time it's opposite. I'm literally Max and you're Caroline. So it's Which is fine. so funny. And their show is called The Neighbors. Um, I haven't actually watched it yet, but from what I've read about it at least, it seems like it's really funny. They're the two of them together, it's gotta be hilarious. Um Oh yeah. So. Like every time I see a preview for it, I always think to myself, like, I should watch this because I love them both. And when I first saw like the initial trailer for it, I just remember thinking, what a genius combination. So then we have uh, Lamorne Morris, who plays Winston on the show. And I don't really know what he's up to recently, but he was in uh, the Christmas Chronicles on Netflix last year. And he also played a cop, which I thought was funny because <laughs> Winston is a cop. And I literally, I was watching with a couple of my friends and my friends also watch New Girl. And the second he came on screen, we were all like, Winston, look at you, buddy. <laughs> we were so proud of him and um hannah simone who is cc if you go onto her imdb page that's how i like get all my information um and her instagram um she has a few projects in the work with abc right now a few of them didn't seem like they had titled or one was like the untitled hannah simone project um so i'm excited to see what comes out of that um because there's not much information that i could find in a quick search on that but i i think she's really fun and a, a great actress so i'm excited to see her do more and i mean that's basically what's going on with them you know what we're up to you know what they're up to you know everything and, and more that you could possibly ever want but now of course it is time for us to actually talk about the reason we are here today new girl and we kind of took a weird twist on what we're going to talk about today because, you know, there's a lot you could talk about with New Girl. So much. We decided to focus on one of our favorite characters, probably my favorite character, Nick Miller. And no one better, really, to frame poor decisions around than our favorite bartender. So I personally, the reason I love Nick Miller so much is just his evolution as a character. Because, you know, we find out for a while Nick went to law school. And, like, it's this big thing. He's like, oh, yeah, like, I just became a bartender instead. But then you find out later he actually passed the bar. And as someone who's about to take the bar, I kind of, like, took a step back and I was like, wow, like, this is someone who could have done that and just chose not to because it would have made him unhappy. And yeah, I really like resonated that. with you. Yeah, like, really badly. Nick resonated. really is an incredibly relatable character. But I, what I like about his evolution, too, is they never, like completely like switched him to being a 100% responsible on top of the ball sort of person he always like even spoiler alert if you haven't seen the last season when he proposes to Jess 
it's still kind of the lovable dope and mess that you know, but right. like clearly someone who has learned a thing or two. So it's like, he's still true to who he is as a person. And I think that's something new girl always does really well with their characters. Like, you know, the characters and everything they do, you're like, this added up for me. And he like learned from his mistakes, but he also still sometimes like shot himself in the foot and put his foot in his mouth because he is Nick Miller. Of course. But like we said, he is such an endearing character and he has some of the best and most relatable lines in this show. So I'm going to name a couple of mine. We'll see if we overlap again. I feel like we've been on a, on a roll with uh, having matching moments, but I think, I know, I think there's so many with him. I feel like we might've each picked differently. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. one of my favorite lines from him is that I'm not convinced I know how to read. I've just memorized a lot of words. You know, we've all had those moments where you're like, do I know anything that I think I know? No. And also when he goes, do I regret it? Yes. Would I do it again? Probably. Because, you know, sometimes we just don't learn from our mistakes or we do and we just don't care. And then I also love, and I think this is my most relatable Nick Miller moment where he's like, no part of this conversation is making me want to boil over with rage just so relatable like nope i'm not i'm fine this is that's honestly such a you line it's just like no i'm fine yeah like this isn't why would that piss me off nope we are totally fine everything's (laughs) fine (laughs) so unfortunately it does not look like we are overlapping but my first one that i'm going to talk about my first line to him is another one where i'm like super relatable to it so like we kind of overlapped in the idea i guess you could say yeah our spirits were still in the same place um so my first favorite nick miller line is i am not a successful adult adult i don't eat vegetables and or take care of myself oh my god yeah (laughs) and it's honestly that just feels like such a relatable moment for me because one, I actually really don't eat that many vegetables. Really should, but I don't. <laughs> and I really don't take very Everyone care write of in and tell Mia to eat some vegetables. <laughs> I just like honestly, I'm really bad at all saying I do not know. I can take care of my kitten, but I can't take care of myself for just some eat reasons. a carrot once a week. Eat one carrot. <laughs> I just bought watermelon today, so like I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Oh my god. But yeah, it's just like it's just a relatable moment where it's like, yeah, you know, I suck at adulting. And I'm okay with that. And then my next favorite Nick Miller line is going to be when he's like, I like getting older. I feel like I'm finally aging into my personality. And I just love that line because you have that flashback when he's like a little kid and he's like sitting on the stoop of his house reading something and a Frisbee flies onto his lawn. And little tiny kindergarten Nick Miller picks up the Frisbee and is like, keep this shit off my lawn. And it's like this little kid, and it's like, okay, oh my god, yeah. he's finally aging into that person. Yeah, it's very right? on brand for him. He is yeah. like an old man. That's why him and Tran get along so well. Exactly. And then my last favorite Nick Miller moment, uh, no way relatable in any way, shape, or form, but my favorite moment is actually in it's in season one when there's that cowboys and Indians party, and the three guys are about to go, and Jess gets stood up on her date. So they all leave and they walk in, and Nick's like, Hi, we're here for the date. Yes, uh, we're her boyfriends. We're reverse Mormons. One man is just not enough for her. And it's just, it's honestly, it's just such an endearing moment to me, I think, because it's really him, like, coming forward as a friend. And, like, so early on in the first season, like, you really get a glimpse of he's the kind of friend you want to keep around. Right. And I think it's really a good look into, like, why Jess falls for him, too, and how caring he is and how 
how much he cares about the people in his life, let alone all the women he comes to date. Right. Because, like, I mean, we all have this moment when you look, like, Nick had quite the roster of women throughout the uh, the series. And some of them are, like, some of Hollywood's, like, hottest actresses, both, like, figuratively and literally. And you just kind of sit there and you're like, how did Nick get these women? But then you're like, wait, he is really funny. He's kind of endearing. And he clearly cares about every single person in his right. life. He's willing to just be as ridiculous as possible to make them all feel better. Which honestly kind of leads us to who are some of the women he dated? So yeah, we kind of figured enough. we would talk about them and our thoughts on them. But we also, he did date quite a number. There were probably maybe eight or nine named significant-ish mm-hmm. women, but we narrowed it down to six that we thought were the most significant right. or of note, at least to us. There you so, go, yeah. Caroline, obviously. Right. Kai, who is trans granddaughter. Megan Fox's character, Reagan, who was in, well, just for that jury duty and while <laughs> Zoe Deschanel was on maternity leave. Olivia Munn, who played Angie. Julia, who was the lawyer. And then, obviously, Jess. Right, of course. So who do you want to talk about first? I mean, do you want to, like, kind of go back through them, like, the same way you just went through them? Or? Sure, we can start with Caroline, then. Yeah, or, like, what is it? Like, Carolou? Caroline? <laughs> like, great moment with Jess. But, yeah, I, I don't like Caroline. And you're not supposed to. Yeah. Yeah, I she really don't like She treats him horribly. Her. And like we just said, like, Nick is such an endearing guy and, like, clearly cares so much about people. And then she just, like, sent brings him on, like, a roller coaster. And it just seems very uncalled for to me. And I don't like it. Yeah, it's also, like, he doesn't really, like, yeah, maybe he could, like, grow up a bit in terms of their relationship here or there. But, like, also, he doesn't really do anything to her that's, like, offensive or disrespectful. So the fact that she's so hard on him, you're just like, this is uncalled for and, like, you deserve so much better. Right. I also really liked him dating Kai. Yeah. Because I, A, of too. course, you have the moment where you're like, oh my god, we love him and Tran. Maybe they'll, like, be family. But then also, it's kind of like him looking in a mirror. Yeah. Like, when when Nick thinks you're too lazy, like, come on. That's saying something. Boy, is it. And then, I think Olivia Munn was his, like, first a-list Hollywood actress right I think girlfriend. so and I liked Angie she was they had a fun relationship but like I'm glad in a way like that it only lasted as long as it did because I think if that had played out more I would have just I would have disliked it in a way I think it was the proper length because they weren't supposed to be like the world's most serious we're gonna end up married with a bunch of kids and live happily exactly. ever after sort of relationship like I agree completely I think they were supposed to have fun. The relationship ran its course and they could both move on. Right. Yeah. And it did like bring, I think, a lot of like fun, new energy from the show because she was like a drastic contrast from both Jess and Cece that I think yeah. it was nice to see like three very strong but very different type of women on mm-hmm. the show because like it just it brings a different energy. Right. Which was really fun. Plus, you know, she was a stripper. Which like yeah. there's always some fun jokes that TV shows. You have always that. gotta love when they're when they're around. Yeah, it's it's like a, every sitcom has to go there in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, it's just like a, the new sitcom trope, you know. They're yeah, just literally to somewhere, somewhere, whether it's for an episode or an arc. And then I would say Julia was one of his more significant. Yeah, relationships, and like she was really smart, which I like that they had him date someone 
that like on paper you're like oh is she too smart for him but it made him like you you learn a lot about him and like how no he could be be a lawyer if he wanted to but yeah definitely and same thing I really like how she is like same thing like a very strong powerful female character in this and same thing she's so contrasted to like Jess and Cece so again you have like that moment of there's like three powerful women here they're all very different but we get to see all those different powerful sides exactly and like she brought out like a different side in Nick yeah yeah which is nice and I think it's because of am I right it's because of their relationship that we find out that he had taken the bar or that he was going to take the bar I think so yeah I think he like he gives her like a letter of some sort and it's like I passed the bar I'm pretty sure you're right yeah because she was like kind of getting down on him yeah which like I also like because I feel like I mean like for the guys out there like we shouldn't just talk about like all the like good stereotype breaking the show does for women like oftentimes it's like people put more pressure on the woman to step up and be more like stereotypically but like I think it's nice that for once you saw like a man having to be like, no, like I could do that, but I don't want to. Because like oftentimes like you see it more like maybe not professionally with women. Cause I think with women, you've always had to see them like fight for their workplace honor. But in Mm -hmm. terms of like them being like, you should just be a housewife and be happy and do this. And it's like, no, like I can bake you a cake and it'll be really yummy but I also really like being an accountant or whatever. Right. So it was exactly. kind of nice that he was like, I could be a hotshot lawyer, but I just really like being a bartender. Yeah. I do like that. I think it was really nice. And then of course, Megan Fox and her character, Reagan, which fun right. fact, I was reading about this and apparently there was a time because the network loved her so much and she brought such like a fresh energy, especially cause it was like season what, season six or seven that she came in? Yeah, I think so. That, like, they actually considered, like, replacing Jess with her because she was the new girl. She would have been the new, new girl, yeah. The new, new girl. And, like, people really liked her and Nick together. And I thought that they had a really, really good relationship. Yeah, I really did like them together. Um, But I don't know. There was always something about Reagan that, like, the character Reagan that just rubbed me the wrong way really i do I not know what her. it was see i don't know what it was but there was always like this little bit of me was where, it because she had such a dry sense of humor because that's not really your sense of humor no i actually don't mind dry senses of humor i just to me like i think she just came off from the beginning as just so untrusting of anybody that i was kind of just like i know, feel like that's why i like her though i'm like that's relatable to me to be like wary of everyone and just kind of be like i, know, I like that she was like not as like soft and sweet that's fair. I mean, I just, like, I think also, like, I am very naive when it comes to people. So I just always, like, I'm, like, I'm, like everyone seems like a good person. And then, like, you see people's true colors. Yeah, and I'm it's like, yeah, I called that. Yeah. And I'm just, like, well, I didn't. This is just, like, another drama. I don't know what's going on. So <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I very much, I felt, like, in ways related to her disposition. <laughs> right. And maybe that's why I just, like, because I was, like, I don't relate to this. Like, that's I true. Just, it can be hard to like a character sometimes. Like, I feel like it happens when you don't relate to a character. You either love them because they're so different to you or because you can't really find something to connect with them on you're just like I don't get it right which totally makes sense because I mean I also really liked Reagan because I mean Megan Fox is awesome I think she's a total badass but I also like I loved the outfits they put her in I loved like the scene where she went to get like what was it it was like the refrigerator or the AC unit I just thought that was like the funniest thing yeah and like right she always did look really good so 
Yeah, and she she put the the guys in their place, which I I think is always like kind of fun to watch, like these three men going up against this one woman, and she's just like, no. Yeah, you're right. She did provide a good energy, so I'll give. Yeah, her it, it was a nice change of pace, but I'm yeah, glad that they cool. kept Jess because I love Zoe Deschanel. Of course. Speaking of, obviously, Nick and Jess became end game on the show, right. even though I mean, objectively, which is definitely like a conversation for another episode, but objectively. Cece and Schmidt were the the series couple, I think, in my opinion. I would agree with that. Yeah, totally. But Jess and Nick, what do you think of them? I honestly, I love them together because like from me, like from the very, very beginning, you see like what good friends they are. And I always think like friendship before relationship always makes it work. And I also like how we kind of like, how we already talked about this, but like, you know, through Nick's evolution, like you see that he can commit to people kind of and like, then he chooses Jess of all people to commit to, which is like perfect because he didn't really like start getting into that I could commit phase of his life until Jess came in the picture. And also like they were just friends. They had their relationship. Their relationship ended. They went back to being friends and truly like went their separate ways romantically, but then came back together relatively organically, like to an extent, like you knew that they were going to have them end up together. Right. Which I feel like has always been, I watch TV shows, I'm like, they didn't have to end up together. They just, like, wanted them to end up together. Exactly. Or, like, fans wanted them to end up together. So the writers, like, switched their game plan. Like, Which is also, like, fair. Because sometimes, I mean, at How I Met Your Mother, sometimes just give the fans what they want. Exactly. But that's a, you know, story for another day. But, yeah, no, I think if they were going to have them end up together, I like how they did it. I would agree, yeah. Because it didn't feel forced, even though, like, you knew that they were going to go that route. You're right. They, they, they did a very unforceful, uh, appearing to be unforceful, kind of getting them back together. But also, like, I think Jess and Nick, it's really funny because they're very similar in many ways. And they, like, kind of, like, have the, those moments of, like really frustrating each other because they can't always get on the same page early on. But Mm -hmm. then they're also like really incredibly supportive of each other and like very clearly have a soft spot for one another, even just like as friends, which I think is really great. Yeah, I would agree. I like them together. And I'm glad that all these women, that's who he did eventually end up with. And then of course the romances aren't the only thing that we like watching this show for with Nick. Yeah. I mean, really, the bromances, they, um, they're they right up there oh, for with, sure. with those romances. I don't know. Maybe the bromances are even a little higher. Oh, yeah. Especially for Nick. Like, the girls came and went. But, yeah, but these guys there. have been there. For a long time, too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I guess I'm, I'll start with Winston. I mean, I think, honestly, my favorite part of their whole bromance with Nick and Winston is this whole pranks thing that, like, I mean, spoiler, if you have not seen the last season, like literally these, this idea of these two with pranks goes until the very last moment of the series finale. Which is like, also props to the writer. Like some people don't carry a gimmick that far. Yeah. And it was like well well done. done It was well done. Honestly, I think that's part of the reason I still love New Girl so much. It's just that I think they did such a good job with the finale and mainly because of that prank moment. But I just, I love the dynamic of them with the pranks because there's this idea that Winston always goes like too big or too small. And then apparently Nick is just like perfect in the middle with the pranks. 
God. And it's just it's them. Childhood they're... friends too. So you get like a different dynamic with them than he has with some of his other friends. Right. And you even have flashbacks where they're kids and it's them trying to like prank a teacher or something. And one of them is like, oh, let's tie your shoes together. It's like, oh, that's not funny. And then it's like, oh, let's like throw knives at her. Like, I mean, I, these are not the right examples of what ha- was said in the show. But like, <laughs> this is just like the two extremes of Winston's, si- like the two ends of his prank spectrum. And you're just like, why can't you find the Nick Mid- Miller middle? And it's just so funny that's to me. So it's funny. just their prank relationship is just my favorite. And I also feel like it's good because I feel like their bromance like they never have like a big disastrous fight really they have their moments but i feel like they're truly like brothers at the end of the day they grew up together they know each other there's like a different energy than you get like when you have him and schmidt though him and schmidt i do think is like the ultimate bromance of the show that's fair yeah like i would agree and like granted don't get me wrong we love both winston and schmidt (laughs) Yeah. But, like, him and Schmidt, I think, are just so funny because, like, it's more stereotypically bromantic. Where, like, him and Winston, they have a bromance that's very, like, brotherly. Where him and Schmidt, it's very much like they are in a relationship. Yeah. Like, you'll you'll get the good, the bad, and the ugly. Like, you get it all. I know. Especially, like, they do have some, like, bigger fights in the show. Yeah, I and I do like how you said, like, how they contrast that to, like, Winston and his bromance, where it's like, oh, they don't have these big blowouts. Which but... also makes sense because of the personality differences. Like, Winston's a bit of a more mellow personality. And Schmidt, literally, they've created a douchebag jar, so... Oh, my God, yeah. But, and I love the flashbacks of them in college. Like, you really come to understand Nick and Schmidt's friendship. Yeah. But, like, yeah, I think I think Nick and Schmidt, it's, like, so endearing. Like, they love and support each other so much. I love how excited they get for each other. I love how frustrated they get with each other. And I feel like half, like, honestly, half of my favorite scenes in in the show probably are with their interactions when they're, like, kind of staring at each other being like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Or when they shared a room. Oh, yeah. When they shared a room, it was the greatest thing. Yeah. I was living for that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess we've kind of talked about all of the very important relationships that stem from Nick Miller now. Yeah, we've only scratched the surface on Nick Miller. There's a lot to talk about, but that's kind of like our overview. Yeah, and who knows? Maybe we'll have to come back another time and talk about someone else from the show. So never know. Yeah, so stay tuned. But in the meantime, uh, before we get to any more New Girl, why don't we just say we're going to be done for today or else we'll keep spiraling and then (laughs) it'll never stop. As we do best. (laughs) (laughs) And... We hope you guys enjoyed everything we had to talk about with Nick Miller. We hope you liked our little commentary and our spirals as far as they went. And we hope you guys stay tuned for next time when a new surprising twist of events, not a drama or a sitcom, but instead a reality show where we talk about Survivor. And if you want to outwit, outlast, and outplay with us, you can find us at it's Mimi Official on Instagram. You can take that same handle and add at Gmail to email us. We would love to hear your thoughts. We would love to hear your suggestions. And we hope you join us next week to switch it up and talk about reality TV. Thanks for listening, guys. We'd like to give a special thanks to our friend Amelia Olson for creating our art. You can follow her at AmeliaJ.art on Instagram.